This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. So, um, I wanted to do something, obviously I'm going to do something in conjunction with Rosh Hashanah. This is a piece from a sefer called Torah Samincha. Um, Torah Samincha is... Uh, he was a Talmud of Rajba. He wrote a sefer on uh, on Chumash. It's sometimes it mixes sort of Kabbalah type things. He he explains it, and a lot of it is very accessible. Um, I want first we'll give it a, so he's speaking about um, the concept of milas halev. It says that we have a certain hardening of the heart, and Mashiach comes. HaKadosh Baruch Hu will be mal, the Arla Salev, and make us good people again. It, it's a metaphor, not clear what exactly we mean over here, and that's, that's his broad picture. But he's, he, he speaks about a point that is kind of very central to Rosh Hashanah, to Kiyos, and, and, and we'll just speak two or three minutes outside, and, we'll, and then we'll see his point inside. If we take a look at the tefillah that Chazal gave us for Shofros, so Chazal gave us the Nusach that we're supposed to um, describe Shofros with. It starts with the Atoniglesa, it starts with Maimon Har Sinai, and it finishes with the Tkiah of the Kol Gadol and HaKadosh Baruch Hu will be tokeh with a chauffeur and bring everybody together and so on and so forth. So these are three different instances of chauffeur. The, um, the, there's the chauffeur at Har Sinai, and that sort of is the first chauffeur that was heard in the Bria. And even though it's, when we learn the parsha of, of uh, the Maimon um, Har Sinai, Shofar is only a very, very ancillary part of it. It's like part of the general fireworks that you needed. So you had kolos, a brokim, and a kol shofar. And doesn't it? It's, it's one of the many elements. But you see from the way Anshek Nesagdola gave us the Nusra Bracha that this was the first shofar. We introduced the concept of shofar as that. We then have the shofar of Rosh Hashanah, which is every year. And we finish with the chauffeur gadol that will, will blow on that, on, on, on that day. It, it would be too um, minute to make the chauffeur into just, you know, whenever you have an occasion, you bless with a horn and you say, hey, hey, and everybody come together. Yes, but you're talking about Har Sinai, Melech HaMashiach, and Rosh Hashanah. Obviously, there's something about the chauffeur that goes to the core of it, and Tkiah Shafer of Maimon Arsina is the beginning of a process. Tkiah Shafer of Mashiach is the end of a process. And somehow Rosh Hashanah, the Tkiah every year, takes from one and brings it over to the other. And that's going to be a theme that's going to be developed in what he says. I'm going to try to see as much as we can. So, as usual, it's a bit mixed up because I took the end piece that couldn't fit in and is pasted on the beginning piece. So page 1139 is really the first part, is the first part we'll see. And 1138 is where it's going to finish. 
Um, as they says, a mukta mukha Torah, and the Torah there's no before and after, so 1138 can come after 1141 when we pasted that page on it. So he's speaking about the Pasik, uh, and, and he's going to speak about the general concept. The first paragraph in 1139 is not relevant so much to us. It, it's, it's dealing with the Pasha. We're going to start with the second paragraph in 1139. All of the blessings and the Chamas that are mentioned in the Pasha come in the wake of Tshuva. Tshuva. What is the tshuva? How do you describe it? So it says in the Pasik, If you listen, Takarishbarhu. So he asks, listening Takarishbarhu is very it, it sounds extremely shallow. Visitema Vichimiyoim Shegolo Yisrael Arhayomazelosham. So from when we went on to Golos till today, there never was a, a we never listened to There were many Chachamim and Tzadikim and Chassidim in every generation that actually kept the Torah very faithfully. The Kamat Tzoros and Kamat Shmodis overlain of Venegak Tusha Shmoy Lalof from Vavos Bilashmadis Acherim. And how many people died on Kiddush Thousands and tens of thousands. Even for a mitzvah kala, they were most nefesh. So what does it mean we didn't hear the call Hashem? We didn't listen to Hashem. I mean, yes, there were times we didn't listen, and there were people who didn't listen, but there were many, many who listened, and there were many generations that were very positive in general. So the first point he makes is, Kimilas Shema Himishutefes. The word Shema in Hebrew has many meanings. This is very typical of Hebrew because Hebrew is a language that has few words, relatively few words, and many of the words have meanings that are gradations of a certain core meaning. The Rambam in Mornavuchim um, spends a lot of time on that because many of the titles of Hashem, he says these are words that are Mishutafos, they have many um, nuanced meanings that you need to use the right or right place. So what does Shema listen mean? Bimikomos hishmias ozen. On the simplest level, on the most elementary level, Shmia is uh, auditory perception. It's, yes, um, somebody says something and I physically hear what he said. That is its simplest meaning, most shallow meaning. On a second level, it means to obey. And when we, like I say, listen to what I'm telling you. You have to listen to me. Listen in the sense of obeying is a second level of that meaning. And then he says, um, that's the second meaning. Now, in modern Ivrit, you have the word mishmat, which means discipline, of Aisham and so on. Then he says, And there are places when it means understanding. Understanding. 
mispareshes al inyan hayedia vasoga shad oises manlo sigwa mitas akol shoma bisinai el a cold worm shamu velo hivino velo sigmo sakolahu ulamos hamashiach yasigu muhusa sogashlema so the first thing he says is the first two levels of what the word shmia means was what we had at Sinai. We heard what Hashem said. We obeyed Him many of the time, much of the time, some of the time. We never had the third one, which was understanding. Um, and obviously the word understanding here is, 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 is a much deeper sense, and, it's a, and He will explain what it means, because we could make the case, HaKadosh Baruch Hu said we should come Pesach, I, I understand the halachas. I know the halachas. I understand even the significance of it. I, I can say many nice things about it. So it doesn't. It means something even deeper than that. And, and because the simple level of comprehension is very allied with the hearing the words. If somebody says something, I don't understand what he's saying. I didn't quite hear it. Yes, so with the shades of that. But, but that's not what the pasuk means. We, we understood at Har Sinai. And there's always more to understand, but, but the, the issue is not understanding it in the sense of what the words mean and so on. It's a much deeper point of it, and this is the point I'm going to speak about. What is this kol? Da. Ki hakol al When HaKadosh Baruch Hu speaks, when there's a call of Hashem, the voice of Hashem speaks, he speaks in two different, um, a, 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 two different ways. Pa'amim, hu yotze ligzar dava, v'liyos aysadava kayim la'olam, kegon ha'mamoros yi or vayi or, yi ma'oros v'kiya shemayim hirakia. Everything that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created in the world he created with Dibur. So the first speaking of Hashem is reality as we know it. Anything Hashem said, who Omar Vayehi, his saying and existence are the one and the same. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, Ye or there's or, and if there's or over here, it's a Dvar Hashem. There's a famous word from Hashem, a very beautiful word. He says, Your words, Hashem, are forever standing in Shemayim. They're forever existing. Because any time something exists, there's a Dvar Hashem that's holding it up. This, it is a Dvar Hashem. It's an embodiment of a Dvar Hashem. So we have the types of Diburim like all abracious, Vayomer, all of the Asara Mamoros are Dvar Hashem's that have become reality. Upa'amim, hu yotze lehazir lehasos ala adam, she yasekach, olo yasekach. There are also um, the Burim of Hashem, which are instruction, warnings, exhortations. Kegoin, vaitzav Hashem kemadun leymor, uku yotze bezeh. The cold that comes out of Harsinai came on both of these things. 
So all of the Diburim in our Sinai belong to the second category. These are instructions about um, how a person ought to live his life. If we were to contrast the two, we would call these ideals. Not reality, but an ideal of sorts. Now, he adds here a line. There also was a much fainter call that came out and said, you cannot do the Averis, and you have to do the mitzvahs. That, so, so when HaKadosh Baruch Hu spoke at Sinai, HaKadosh Baruch Hu said two things. The audible part, the part that was readily audible, is a series of ideals and instructions, and the less audible was that this is the same type of Dibur as Bracious. We'll see in a second. Um, it, all, it, all of, we find it, it's, it's interesting in the Torah you have you cannot eat this um, in, 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 in Sherecha so the word where you cannot um, is grammatically incorrect and the Targum changes it it says you do not have permission it's like the difference between can and may in, in English. I remember I once saw um, I had a long time ago, I was reading a book of logical fallacies and they had like a little uh, um, a, a sort of uh, anecdote where somebody was on an express train in England and he was getting ready to jump off at a local stop where the train was not supposed to stop and the conductor tells him, you cannot get off here this is an express train and he jumps off and yells out to the conductor, if I can't, then I didn't. In other words, if, if, if you're telling me reality, I just disproved it. You know, what you mean to say is you may not. Whatever, I, I think it was pointing out some sort of flaw in, yeah, I, I don't remember what it was. But Akoponim, those two sounds came out. Ulefi told us ha'adam, v'yitzirase b'tchilas abriya, lohoya ben koach lifol koach hagzera, kem koach hazhara. We couldn't hear it that way. We only heard one shade of, of, of that. We didn't hear all the echoes, all the harmonics of it. We, we just heard one, one, one phase of it. And that was, you may not, you cannot. You, you're not allowed to. They could not understand it as reality. Because a person's heart is, too, is hardened and it has some layer on it that doesn't allow it to perceive it. And he gave a person the ability 
to work on that and to shave down that that orla, that covering, that hot covering. Just like we we have a mitzvah to 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 make a brismila on our physical orla. So let's talk about this a bit. So he's saying, first of all, Akadish Baruch, who does a Pasik in Tilam, it says, Achas Diba Lekim, Akadish Baruch, who spoke one, once, one, Shtayim Zushamati, I heard two. In other words, Hashem's one. Um, statement split into two for us. So Akadosh Baruch Hu said, you cannot and we heard, you may not and also there exists somewhere um, a, a, very, a very soft sound that says you cannot. We didn't hear it, this, that you cannot and you may not is one and the same. We didn't register by us. Let's let's talk about this a little bit. Um, when we look, so let, let's take an example: um, physical physical realities. Um, there are certain things that a person is allergic to. Something you eat it, you immediately, almost immediately, something happens, and you understand that um, to be. A, a sort of a, a reality. So you look at whatever the person is allergic to, and you immediately see the reaction. And it's almost as if you see I'm pressing a button and bringing the reaction around. There are other types of foods that are not particularly healthy, but it takes a long time for that to develop. And therefore, um, we look at it as good advice because even though um, it, it might have a detrimental effect or as detrimental effect. But since it's not immediate, we see that it's more of a good idea, um, you know, a, a smart way to go about it. But we don't see it as being a reality. What gives us the koach of bechir of choice, and what also allows us to, to, to be a bocher, is that we have a sense that we can choose. And we can um, do what's right and what's wrong. So let's think about it a second. If it is, if a person is tov, and the Torah tells you what's not tov, you, you really, really down deep, you don't have the choice to do bad because it will destroy you. It's just like Adam Arishon did not have the choice if Eitz Adas because Eitz Adas killed him. He was looking to eat Neitz Adas because Neitz Adas would give him a certain superman um, existence. It didn't. It would kill him. But since it wasn't immediate to death, and that's what the, the Nachash worked, the Nachash pushed him and said, see, it's perfectly fine. The, 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 the warnings by Akash Baruch were overstated. They were, they were, they, they were um, over, he's being overcautious. And, and because the first time that we saw this, we said, okay, maybe HaKadosh Baruch Hu had something in mind, but it's not a reality. It, it's something good to strive for. It's something bad to shy away from. So, Bechira is built primarily by having that, that, that gap 
between what's real and, 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 and what's ideal. When people ask the silly question, you know, I, 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 the first time I ate something not kosher, I thought a lightning bolt would come out from heaven and kill me. Nothing happened, that's why I left it, and etc. That is one of the stupidest statements around. If, if doing bad would have an immediate reaction, then it would become equivalent to a physical reality, and that would move it out of any relevance of Bechira. We don't, we, do we have a Bechira to stick our fingers in an electric thing? Well, we have technical Bechira, but we don't, because for us it's a reality, you don't do it. We do have the, the ability to do things um, that are wrong, because it'll take time. The the, um, the 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 need to understand that whatever bad, for instance, a person tends to be dishonest because he feels I can make gains by being dishonest. It's true that if I steal, I'll have more money, but I ought not to steal. Um, it, it you know it's it, it, there's there's something to be paid afterwards for it. No. You are destroying yourself um, in many ways. And yes, it's not visible, but it's there no matter what. I, I, I said over Shabbos, I was willing to listen, and um, I, there was a doctor in, in lived with me in Azebira, Yossi Kleimers Renevracha, a wonderful, wonderful person. He was an Israeli, very from doctor, and very, um, very ehrlich person. He was a Yashav's doctor in his last years, and he died, unfortunately, a fairly young man. Well, very friendly, and he was very upset with from people that smoked cigarettes. And because of how somebody who's from could possibly do something that's damaged his health, so I said, Yossi, you know, overeating is also not good for your health, so what my, you know, what's the difference? He said, uh, and again, he was speaking as a doctor, he said, overeating has a long-term effect if you're overweight for a long time, but he said, every time you smoke, you destroy yourself. You do something that Something goes, and therefore uh, uh, your arteries get hardened. He said it's an immediate effect, and and his the way what he was expressing was it belongs to a reality. You may not see it, but I, as a doctor, know it. And 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 you're you're taking a gun and shooting every time you're doing it. That was the way he expressed it. But for us, the the real point of bechira is that we see things as being. Um, ideals, and that allows us to make a choice, whereas eventually we need to come to the Hakkar of Emes that this is reality. It's it's one of the differences between when you take a young person who's a good person, trying to do good and so on and so forth, we usually call it idealistic. The person has fire in his eyes, we're going to make the world a good place, we're going to change the world, this is wrong, this is great. There's that type... A person who's been through it all, basically his attitude, if he's a good person, his attitude is whatever you'll do, if it's wrong, it's not going to work. It'll work, it'll work, but you destroy yourself, you you destroy the other, and so on and so forth. A very different type of, uh, one is an idealism, and one is like Kohelas at the end says, safe Dava, like I did this, I did this, I did this. The end of it is all it comes to good is good and bad is bad. It may look different for a long time, but at the end of it, things come around. So these are the two voices that were at Harsinai, the two kolos that were at Harsinai. 
we could not accept it as the emis, as Metzias, because um, we have this Earl Salev. And then he brings over here, and he brings a lot of psukim, I'm not going to go through them, where HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to um, is, is going to remove the Yetzirah from us. The psura of Achris Hayomim is that we will finally get rid of Yetzirah. And then, next page, Reish Lamites, it says, I will give you a new heart and a Ruach Hadasha, which he says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will take off this slave Evan. He's going to change our heart from, from having this hard shell to, to being a heart that's sensitive and so on. Now he's going to explain a little bit about why it works that way or how it works that way and so on. Next paragraph. What does it mean our heart are like stone? Every organ in the body runs automatically. Um, a child learns how to walk by himself. A f- feet walk by themselves. God forbid when a person loses that ability, it's, it's, it's excruciating to have to relearn. Our hands gesture by themselves. Everything. If we had to do speech by consciously, it would be impossible. So every single organ we have in our body, even those that are voluntary, like our hand, so it's voluntary that I want to move my hand, but it, the mechanism, it clicks in automatic. It's an autopilot. Um, Every single organ does what he's supposed to do. It does it when it's supposed to do it. You don't have to teach your organs how to function, and you don't need to push a start button, except for one. So he says like this, the heart, and obviously we're not talking about the physical heart of beating, thank God that does its own job, but what we call conscience, what we call um, our sense of right and wrong, if you leave a child to grow up themselves without any instruction, um, they will physically grow up to be functioning. Um, they, they, they'll walk and, and run and, and pull and push and so on and so forth. They will not become kind, giving, controlled, disciplined people. Or else we'd put all our schools out of business. I don't know if the schools do a good job, but, but they certainly, and without it, it's, it's quite, uh, I, I do believe everybody feels that it wouldn't happen by itself in, in terms of, of, of being good and kind. But everyone understands that you have it in a child. When, when, when you're teaching a child to be good or kind or whatever it is, you don't think that you're foisting anything on him. 
And the best proof is that once a person does become a good person, it's natural to him. We're not, so, so why is it that this sense of right and wrong and good and bad and honest and, and, and so on, all those things, um, they, they sort of, they're not like that. The heart, left alone, will not push itself. If there's no conscious process of motivating it, it's not going to happen. Let's see the next paragraph. That's why it's, it's a stone. A stone will not move on its own. It's got no self-drive. It can't initiate anything. It's, it sticks in one place. Um, so a stone needs someone to push, to pull, and so on. Cain halev. Um, so it's called a stone because it does not seem to have a life on its own. It doesn't motivate itself. It can't teach itself to do what the heart is supposed to teach itself to do. And it's not. Um, next paragraph. Um, so here he goes into just explaining why when he speaks about a different spirit, that's something that's automatic and so on and so forth. Let's go back to the next page again. That's the, the so-called first page. When, when Akadosh Baruch Hu will have the Geula, when the Geula will come, Akadosh Baruch Hu moitzi, hakoach hazashe belibes me'amo bekoach, he will um, bring it out from a person's heart, he will. He, it, it, our heart is stone only externally, and the best proof is that when you stimulate it, when you talk to your heart, when when someone when someone educates you, or, or somebody somebody develops you morally, and when you yourself talk to yourself and inspire yourself and 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 you and you argue with yourself and so on, you do do something. So we have an inner heart which could be self. Motivated and 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 so on and functioning, but it's covered with a very hard stone that doesn't have that. So who will make our hearts be just the good. It will become automatic to us. You won't have to bring it out and labor to bring it out. And all of it will become um, automatic. A person will not have to strain to do it. It's going to be in the person. That's the point that Teresa Mincha speaks about in terms of the change before and after. I wanted to try to go back to the point before and speak about the call chauffeur and, and so on that he speaks about. So if chauffeur takes place, in, if, if, if chauffeur was sounded at three critical junctions, then it, and these are the junctions that he talks about, then it must be that the chauffeur is the instrument for these things. Um, the chauffeur is sounded at Har Sinai, which is 
when, when the words of instruction of HaKadosh Baruch Hu came into the world, it sounded in Yimosa Mashiach when, when this will, will happen and we will hear the second sound of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So the process going from Maimed Har Sinai to Yimosa Mashiach is a process that takes us from a moment when we only heard one of the two sounds and the other sound was too muffled and too subtle for us to pick up, to the shofar gadol of Yemosa Mashiach, when we're going to hear the full sound of the shofar. We only heard mano, and we're going to hear stereo. We're going to hear the other part of it that was missing. So shofar of Rosh Hashanah is somewhere the chibur between the two. It's the connection between the two. In, and you see that in the Gemara. The Gemara says that every time we blow shofar, it must be that it, the, the sultan gets very, very edgy. He says, oh my gosh, Moshiach must be on his way, and, and it's available to sultan. So, so the sultan. And it's fascinating the way Chazal say it. it. When you read it simply, it's, it's strange, it's almost childlike, but when you think about it, it says, why do we blow it twice? It, 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 as far as the Torah is concerned, blowing one set, you know, and then you know, the, the, the 30 kolos, that's a full set. Why do we, and the way it was supposed to have been done was because um, we, we were supposed to do it in Shmona Esra, the second set, because it's supposed to be tagged on to Malchis Ranz Shofras. Chachamim added the first 30, that the, the 30 we do before Shmon Esra, and they're called Kiyos Miyushavim. And the Chazal say because when the, when the, when the Sutton has two sets of Tkiyos, he gets very confused, and he says, Mashiach must come, and, he, and he's not able to be Mekachik anymore, he can't say his piece. It, it sounds close to being absurd. The, 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 the rule is if, if a Chazal sounds absurd, then it is because that simple meaning is hinting at something deeper. And this is the point it's hinting at. There are two sets of kolos. And as long as there's one kol of shofar that's telling me right and wrong, wake up, do what's right, and so on and so forth, okay, so that's the struggle with Ra. The sultan's got plenty to say in that world. The second sound of shofar is reality. That's the second kol of Akash and that will be Yemosa Mashiach. And therefore... It's something that is going to um, it, 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 the two kolos really are alluding to this phenomenon he's talking about that mitzvahs and averis are supposed to be heard as reality rather than just as 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 an ideal. The the yom hadin so so the tkiyas of the tkiyas of, of of Rosh Hashanah are supposed to be a bridge between the two. How does it work as a bridge? So, 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 let's, so, so let's understand a little bit about the concept of Yom Adin. So, so there is a, an element in Din to reward people and so on, but there's something more than that. And, and let's, let's go back to a, an example we spoke of before. There are some things that as soon as I do it, it hurts. So, so uh, going back, when a person has a very severe allergy to a peanut, he takes a peanut and he immediately has a reaction, and that is clearly clear to the child 
that it's a reality. The first time it happened, it, the reaction is severe, it's immediate, fairly immediate, and he sees it as a reaction, and, and that's that. When we look at things that are not so, not so readily evident, and we do studies on it, and let's say every time somebody does this, a year later this happens. Somebody does it, a year later something else happens. Slowly we begin to look at it, like cigarette smoking. I don't, I don't want to date anybody, but when I was growing up, cigarette smoking was, was a very common activity. Children were not allowed to smoke, but we became adults very young, and you know, everybody, you know, <laughs> you know for, for those of us who went to bar mitzvahs, we were able to sneak out and smoke in the back, and, and sure. And yes, there were already, what I, when I remember, there were already reports about cigarette smoking not being good for you. But, 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 but the disconnect, there was this jump. One had no shaykhs to the other. Yes, they were scientists, it's not good, you shouldn't get into it, it's a bad habit, etc., etc. As studies came out, as we saw people getting sick, as, you know, as they kept graphically showing pictures of people, God forbid, who were very sick, it began to make an impact, and you, you, you began to see the cigarette as, 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 as lethal. And, and that was because, again and again and again, you kept on showing the, the, you know, the, the, the evidence, the statistics, and that built in us a sense of that. Yoma Din, there is a Yoma Din Agadol at the end. But there's a Yoma Din, if every year I need to keep, my maizim are accounted for, and there are consequences and rewards and so on, then it slowly moves the world of Din. Just like if a person, same way, let's say, in, in Basavadam, a, a person who, um, who, who speeds or, or runs a red light, sometimes the policeman catches him, sometimes not, he still understands the sign, the speed limit, as being an Eitzatova, as being, you know, good advice. If a camera snaps it every time and you get it in the mail regularly, then, then, then when you push the button, you say, okay, this is, you know, I, I, I'm now, I'm, I am now um, dropping X amount of dollars. It, it's just because it's always coming. So even something which initially we take as an Eitzatova, as an ideal, as, 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 as something like that, it slowly becomes reality to us. The transition of the world where Tova and Ra is an ideal to when it's reality is the process of going from Har Sinai to Yomosa Mashiach. That's, that's what's happening. Rosh Hashanah and Yom Adin, they, they, they have on a 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 on is, is keeps on reinforcing this idea. If a person stands up every year and he makes a list of the things that he's done wrong and what he has to change and, and so on and so forth, it slowly begins to become part of a metzias. There is right and there's wrong and a person regrets, will always regret what's wrong and, and it doesn't pay to do what's wrong and, and a person ought to do what's right and you can't beat the system. That idea, once you can't beat the system, then it becomes just like running the light will always trigger 
uh, a, a, um, a, a ticket because the camera always works, it's always taking pictures, moves it into the realm of Metzias. So it's a much bigger picture, and, and it's, it's something which encompasses our, uh, what it means to be a good person, what it means to be a bad person, what is it that we're striving for? We, we, we think of Torah uh, as doing what we're told to do, not doing what we're not supposed to do, and that's not yet a good person. We still have a lave heaven um, because the fact that we don't instinctively recoil from the bad. Um, there's a story that uh, somebody came to the, the Kotzker, the Rebbe, and he, um, somebody, the, his gabbai came in, ran in and said, somebody just walked off with your coat. And the Rebbe said, walked off with my coat? It says you shall not steal. It says, I'll take novo. And as Gabe said, for 15 years afterwards, he couldn't understand how it's possible to walk off with someone else's coat. Like the Rebbe said it with such, it's like somebody tell you, I just saw somebody float away. What does that mean he floated away? There's no such thing. You know, for somebody living with that sense of emis, that's the type of thing it has. That's the Tikkun Ha'olam is for humanity to move from um, looking right and wrong's ideals to seeing it as a Salpan Mitzias. On Maimonar Sinai, the, the, the dominant voice was the ideal, and there was a very subtle voice which, which we were too, was too faint for our ears to pick up on. Rosh Hashanah every year takes the Kol Shafer. And Chazal gave us two colors of shofar, two, two sets, to reinforce the idea that the nyanim of Tov and Ra come with two sets of colors. One of them is you shall not, and one is you cannot. And the ideal is to move our sense of right and wrong from you shall not to you cannot. The, 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 those are two sets of colors. The, the, the aspect of being accountable year after year and understanding we're standing ladin. Chazal used many, many, um, many, many mishalom like that. It says, who testifies on a person? It says, the walls of his house. The, the, um, the, the, it, the person changes. We're not sensitive enough. I once heard there was somebody who... I heard it from the person himself. He, he lived now as a beer. He had learned in me yeshiva. He was actually, he was a, a German. He was one of the Yekis that learned in me yeshiva. And he said the person next to him was learning, tutoring an American boy. The mayor had American and German students. And they, they were obviously way behind the rest of them. Blazil took them in because he felt it's very important. The American... Germany were quite desolate in terms of Talmud Torah. And one of the things he did was he would pay, or he'd have the boys pay one of the older Hasheva um, Bachrim to learn with them, to tutor them. This way they had some Parnassa, they, they had some Hashpa, and it was an arrangement that Rebbe Lezul um, um, kept on encouraging and so on. The Mashkiach was Rebbe Yuchim. Rebbe Yuchim was the Mashkiach of Mashkichim. Besides his own shmuz that were very deep and so on, his, he, he had an extraordinary ability to, to size up a person. He could look at a person and gain a sense of the person. And he would walk a few times during Sadie, he would walk up and down the aisles, look around, and walk out. 
if he looked at you, uh, then you knew he wanted to speak to you. So um, this person told me, Rabbi Yochum looked at the person sitting next to him, he gave him a look, and he walked out. Rabbi Yochum asked him, what's with this boy that you're tutoring? He said, he says he's doing quite well. Rabbi Yochum said, quite well? Don't you see on his face that he's losing any semblance of Tzalem Alekim? And that's all he said. He was quite shaken up, the, the, the tutor. And he did some research and he did find out that he was doing other things besides doing very well. There were some other things also going on and whatever it was. But a chassidish person would say, Yadruach HaKodesh. And as a litvisher and as a mirror, it was looking at the person. It leaves an impression. A, a person who, who, who is doing good and right, it, 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 it gives over a certain surah. A person who's coarse and crass, you see it in the face, in the eyes. Yes, you have to be sensitive to see it, but a person like Rabbi Ruchim, who himself was, was a super refined person, could see on the person the impression. It's a reality. Coarseness, crassness, um, materialism, it, 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 it leaves its mark on the person. It, it is. We're not sensitive enough. We have a lay of Evan. The, 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 the purpose of Yom Adin, so there's a particular purpose, yes, everybody should change and do better and so on, but there's a deeper underlying point that, and, and every year that we get older, we see it that way. Um, when we thought that we would be happy by pursuing Tivus, we thought that we would get wealthy by cutting corners, we thought that, that um, we, could, we could avoid doing what we're supposed to do, at the end, things do come back to haunt us. And we understand, the, the, the real understanding is understanding that when Afrikaj who said, you, sh- you may not, there is no options. It appears initially to us as optional. Be'ez Hashem, we should be zocha to take what we need to take out of the Tkiyas of Rosh Hashanah and move the Tkiyas of Har Sinai one step closer, Be'ez Hashem, to the Kol Gadol, Melch HaMashiach, Mary Yimei.